Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. I am Karen Bhatia. Thank you so much for joining me. I was at the Shakur Stevenson fight in Newark, and I was able to get some exclusive interviews with people from the world of boxing. First up, it's 168-pound fighter Edgar Berlanga. We've seen him headline at Madison Square Garden. It seems like he's changed his style a little bit, more boxing and moving. Remember, he started his career knocking out every single opponent in the first round. Things have certainly changed. We're going to talk to him about that. And we're going to get some exclusive information about Berlanga's next opponent. And then we're going up to heavyweight. It's my exclusive interview with Zaylee Zhang, the heavyweight. Remember, he just took his first loss against Philip Hergovich. We're going to see how he's doing and what he plans to do at heavyweight. He is not calling it a career. There's plenty left for Zaylee Zhang. He, of course, representing China. And we're going to talk to him about what's next. And then my final guest, Erno LaBega. And you may not have heard that name. He is the vice president of the WBO, of course, one of the sanctioning bodies in boxing. We're going to talk about what sanctioning bodies can do better, less titles, fighter safety. These are things that we need to have happen. And I'm going to talk to Erno LaBega about that. But without further ado, let's get to my first conversation. Here is Edgar Berlanga. Karambatia here ringside with Edgar Berlanga. Edgar, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing amazing, man. I'm here, you know, supporting my brothers, man. Shakur Stevenson, Pablo Valdez, uh, Bruce Carrington, Jahai Tucker, uh, Keyshawn Davis, you know, cash flow as well, man. So I'm just supporting my family. It's a great night for the New York City area, for Newark. Last time we did an interview, I asked you about what we're wearing here. So I, got, I feel like an upgrade happened since last time. You got to tell me, what's what do we got here? I mean... We got an AP, Automar Forget right here. You know what I'm saying? We got a 200 grand uh, bracelet right here. We got the Chosen piece, the Monster piece. You know, Cartier's 10,000. So, you know, just, just doing what I like to do. You're, you're representing. We saw you in your last fight. You were successful. We saw you box and move. And this this is different than the beginning of your career. Is this a new style that's, that you're going to have going forward, boxing and moving? Uh, not necessarily, you know, just depending on the opponent. You know, the guy that I fought, you know, he had a very hard head. You get what I'm saying? And he's never been knocked out. So not even Benavidez knocked him out. So, you know, I knew that, you know, he could take a good punch. And, and for me, it was like, you know, if I get him out, I get him out. But if I don't, then I'm going to just use my boxing skills. People haven't seen that. And I feel like I proved that, you know, even though the critics still talking crap and saying, because when I was knocking people out, they was, they was asking if I could go rounds. Now I give them rounds, now they want the knockouts back, you know, so people never happy. People people are never happy, and, and that leads me to my next question. I have to ask you, there was a moment where you had a little frustration and a bite was involved. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure that, you know, you're past that moment. Is that just part of maturing as a fighter and, and you know, going through your career? Nah, of course, you know, and I deeply apologize, you know, for those type of actions, man, because it's not, it's not a fighter like, you know, and, um, Man, I mean, you know, get an elbow for 10 rounds and then him cutting me open, you know, in the ref, and I'm warning the ref, like, yo, listen, like, this guy's elbowing me. Before the fight, I told him in the locker room, like, listen, you got to be careful with headbutts, and this guy likes to elbow. You know, I feel like he didn't do his job, and, uh, you know, I just got Brooklyn on him, man, you know, but like I said, my deeply apologies, man, and that will never happen again. So the question is, of course, when are we going to see you back in there? What's next for you? Um, so we're looking at January. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to trying to get a match with uh, with John Ryder. 
you know, he's ranked, I, I believe, three in the 168 division, you know, so I'm looking forward to getting a fight with him, you know, but if we can't, then, uh, you know, we're looking forward to a guy named Yamaguchi of Pacao. He's 168 as well, Olympian, you know, so we're looking to just set the, comp uh, the competition up just little by little, you know, and eventually get to the big bag, get to the big goals. We know you've had success here in New York, of course, bringing out the fans. Are these fights in January? Do you think they'll be in New York? Uh, to be honest, man, I have no clue. But for me, it's like I want to be back in New York, but I also want to go to Puerto Rico. You know, I want to try to fight with my hometown fans over there, you know, and show love over there since I never fought out there, you know. So, you know, I sat down with Top Rank. We're going to figure it out in the next month to see where's everything going to go. And, uh, you know, we go from there. But I'm back in the gym, man. I'm getting ready, so... We know Puerto Rico has such a rich boxing history, and I'm, I'm sure you proudly are representing both Puerto Rico and, and New York. Well, uh, you know, what is it like to represent both? Because these are both places that have such boxing fans that, that are so spirited, and I'm sure you felt that energy when you fight. Yeah, of course, man. You know, it was my dream, and I made it come true, you know, to fight Puerto Rican Day weekend, like Miguel Cotto did, like Trinidad did, and um, I got it done, man. And two years ago, I was, I was aiming for that, and I, I accomplished it, you know, but... You know, there's still room for improvement, man. Um, I love my fans. You know, not only just Puerto Rico, man. I got Chinese fans. I got I got my brothers out there. You know what I'm saying? From from from, from Jamaica, I, man. Listen, man. Like, I'm not just trying to, you know, you know, focus on my people because I know I get a lot of love from a lot of countries, man. You know, so for me, I represent everyone. And the more that you headline these main events, your fan base is growing, and and we're seeing that. Uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you, I mean, you talked about being at Miguel's Cotto's fight at the Garden when you were younger, and then he was at your fight getting honored, so it became full circle. So you achieved one of your goals. What are, what are your ultimate goals in boxing? What else do you want to achieve in this sport? Um, I want to become champ at 168. You know, I'm just, I'm, we're trying to, you know, obviously in a year to a year and six months, I'm trying to, I'm trying to crack, uh, get a crack at Canelo. You know, I feel like, you know, a lot of people call him out because they want the bag. It's cool. You know, I feel like if I keep winning, you know, it's a, it's a great rivalry. You know, Puerto Rico versus Mexico. You know, he's Mexican, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm 168. He's an older cat, you know, ready to head out 168. I'm, I'm the younger generation. So I feel like it just makes sense. You know, I feel like eventually with me winning these next two, three fights, I feel like we could get that fight. I know I said last question, but you mentioned Canelo, so I got to ask you. Of course, Mexico versus Puerto Rico, it's an amazing rivalry. I'm sure you watched Canelo versus Triple G3. What, what were your thoughts? Um... For me, I mean, they getting old, you know. Like, you know, I see that. But also with Canelo, you know, he's been fighting back to back to back to back. So I feel like too, he needs a rest. You know, he's having given himself a rest, you know, and just rest his body. Now I feel like he's gonna take off a year because of his hand injury. Um, with Triple G, you know, the guy's 40 years old, man. You know, I feel like it's already past his time. You know, he's getting to that age. You know, he's a beast still. You know, don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, he's getting old. It's time for the younger generation to take over. So just to close it out, a future opponent for you, Canelo Alvarez. You want him? Oh, of course, you know. But before that, you know, it's a stepping stone, you know. All respect to Canelo, man. I just feel like, you know, with me and him is a big is a big fight. You know, if I continue to win, you know, build my brand and, and continue to just become a star the, the way I'm supposed to be, I feel like that, that could be a mega fight for us. Well, you're certainly on your way, and we're going to see another star tonight in Shakur Stevenson. Edgar Belanga, thank you so much for the time. Karim Batia here at the Prudential Center for the Shakur Stevenson fight here with Zaley Zhang. Zaley, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. We saw your last fight against Philip Hergovich. It was the first loss uh, of your career. I'm sure that you felt like you didn't lose that fight. What, what were your feelings on that fight? Last time, you lost your first loss. Yeah. Uh, you think 
感受如何？呃，心里肯定有些有些不是想要的结果嘛，但是没有办法去改变，呃，所以说为了继续努力，然后打更好的比赛。Well, at that moment of time, I was a little bit upset, but the result, I can't do anything about it. I moved on. I train hard right now. Uh, hopefully, I can come back to the ring very soon for a better competition. Do you have any interest in getting a rematch? Yeah, why not? If he wants it, I want it. Uh, it depends on the promotion, but let's see. If the rematch doesn't happen, who do you have your eyes on in the heavyweight division as a future opponent? 如果二番战打不成的话，你想要打谁？呃，现在在看约书亚和泰森·弗利的比赛。如果他俩打，他俩谈不成的话，然后我们我和约书亚就可以打。First of all, uh, it depends on the result of negotiation between Joshua and Fury. If that fight does not happen, I definitely want to go after Joshua. We know that that you've wanted to face Anthony Joshua for for a long time. Would that would that be a dream match for you? 很久了哈，想打约瑟很久了， yeah. 是不是你的一个梦想啊？我们已经十年了，从一二年我们轮到奥运会，现在二零二二年，整整整十年，然后非常想，非常想打。Yeah, me and him been ten years. Last time we in the ring together was 2012 London Olympics. Ten years after that, right now, I really want to make that happen. If Joshua does fight Fury. How do you see that fight playing out? Who do, who do you think would win, Joshua versus Fury? If they want to fight Joshua and Fury, who will win? Do you think? Uh, I feel if they want to fight, it should be Fury. Well, I have to say, Fury, uh, I give him a little bit of an advantage, so I'll go with Fury. We know that you're representing China, but you live in New Jersey, right? So it wasn't too far of a trip to to come here. Are you excited to see Shakur Stevenson tonight? 你是来自中国，但是你住在新泽西哈。今天来这一趟，你觉得支持史蒂文森，觉得他怎么样？对啊，我住在新泽西，然后训练在新泽西，然后这离家很近，开车二十分钟就到了。然后所以说感谢大不然哥，然后邀请我来看比赛。然后当然希望史蒂文森能打出精彩的比赛，能够赢下比赛。Yeah, I live and train in New Jersey, twenty minutes drive from here. So thank you, Top Rank, for inviting me over. Uh, let's go, Stevenson. And last question, I, I, you, you took your first loss. It's, it's rare. We, we've never seen you lose before. It, it sounds like you're going to be back and you're going to continue your career. Any final message to your fans in China and all over the world? Thank you guys for all the support and encouragement. I will be stronger. I'll deliver exciting fights. Zeli Zhang, thank you so much. Karambatia here ringside with Erno LaVega. You are the vice president for the WBO. Your family actually created the WBO, is that right? That's right. I'm the current second vice president of WBO. But my mom actually was a co-founder of WBO 35 years ago. So boxing is in your blood. It's in my Giving blood. out these titles is in your blood. So we're here for Shakur Stevenson in Newark. Uh, there's a rich undercard here. What WBO titles are at stake tonight? The only WBO title at stake tonight was the Shakur Stevenson, Robson, Fonseca. However, they had the... Uh, it's, uh, it's an issue with the weight. 
Stevenson was 1.6 pounds over. Correct. And so that means that Stevenson must forfeit the title, right? He forfeited the title. We say he lose the, the belt at the, at the scales. Yes. But uh, if the fight goes on, if Pantecao wins the fight, he gets the title. Yes. If Stevenson wins, it, uh, the, the belt remains vacant. The, the, Correct. The seat. And what would be the procedure then if, if the belt remains vacant? What happens then? Uh, the, we have to uh, then install a new champion via a fight off or whatever the case. And in terms of the, the fight going forward, there had to be negotiations between Stevenson and Canseco's team. Is the WBO involved in that or do, no. is that independent? No, that's independent uh, in addition, uh, working with the promoter. Okay. Yeah. So with boxing, we know that there's four main belts and there's many other, other belts. In, in, your job with the WBO. How often do you interact with the WBC and the other entities in boxing, or do you uh, do you operate independently? We operate independently. However, if there is a, a unification fight, if there is a, a, a champion uh, fighting for the WBO belt, if a, if a champion has both the WBO, WBC, and WBA belt, they have three belts. Then uh, we all interact with each other at the fight. Uh, so. Here tonight, the, the Stevenson is uh, also the, he has the WBC belt. Yes. So we have the WBC. He used to have the WBC. WBC. Yeah, yeah. Same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he uh, so the WBC supervisors also here. Right. So we work, but we don't work necessarily. We work a lot together now, yeah. but not necessarily on the fight itself. And what about with the rankings? Because we know that uh, entities will. Uh, you know, supervising entities like yourself will say, well, here's your mandatory challenger. But in different belts, you could have a different challenger, right? And there's usually deadlines to fight them. So do you guys work together with that at all? Uh, not not across uh, the uh, uh, individual organization. Okay. We just deal with that within our own organization. Okay. And what is the WBO's process for creating the rankings? Well, what is the process for that? We have a ratings committee, and uh, everything goes through the ratings committee based on the, the amount of fights, uh, who you fought, when you fought, etc. So we, we, we follow all rules and regulations based on our ratings committee that looks at the records of all the fighters and, and then rank them accordingly. And in terms of the rankings, that, that leads obviously to championship fights the one thing that that new boxing fans sometimes can get confused by is well they're like well how many champions are there per division do you think that's that's something that maybe could be improved in the sport of boxing somehow you know, getting maybe i don't know if it's less belts or unifying them what, i mean what, what do well, you think about that you can't have more than one champion per division anyway so you you mentioned less champions or more champions well you right you, now you have four champions we have Four champions because you have four individual organizations. Right, correct. So but all in the same weight class, right? All in the same weight. Right. Yeah, each organization has the same weight classes, yeah. so you can have four champions. Right. But you, if you unify them, you can have two, uh, two two boxers fighting for the same belt. Yes. And it could be a, 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 a they could unify all the all the belts. Right. So which is what we want to see as, yeah, as boxing fans. Yeah. Boxing fans want to see one man wins winning yes. all fight all yes. belts. That happens. But not as often as we would not like. Not as often as we like. So I, I guess that's my question. Is there anything, you know, us as fans of the sport, you, you work in the sport, is there anything we could do to maybe have less belts or have more unification fights or some some, some solution like that? Well, the unification fights are all depending on the, the promoters and how they, they make their agreements and who fights with whom. Yes. So the organizations don't really uh, have a, a, a setting stone for who wins and who loses and who fights. Uh, we just sanction the fights. Yes. So if you if we have a, a WBO champion 
who is going to be fighting for another belt. We sanctioned the fight. It can be unified, uh, but that's not our call. Right. And and would you, if, if a champion for the WBO had to fight a mandatory, let's say, right? Yeah. Would you, would you, as the WBO, prefer that he fights a mandatory? Or would, if he has an opportunity to unify, would that take preference over a mandatory? Uh, there, there, are, there are rules and regulations depending on the time for unification, depending on, the, not unification, depending on the time for your mandatory. Okay. You can, there, 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 there's a time frame. Yeah. So you can have a fight outside of your mandatory fight. Uh, so it's, it depends on, on what the status is, your status, and time of your uh, right. your next fight. And you mentioned, uh, you know, sanctioning fighters. Obviously, I think fighter safety is paramount, and I'm, I'm sure you're passionate about fighter safety, as we all are. Uh, what do you feel like the WBO does to, to make sure that fighter safety happens? Fighter safety is our number one right. priority. Yeah. We do everything to ensure fighter safety. Oh, we, we ensure all medicals are done, the pre-medicals, the medicals at the fight, before the fight. We make sure the venue, the venue has all the safety requirements. One of the jobs of the supervisor like me would be uh, for that fight is to ensure that everything that has to be in place is in place. Uh, all, always safety is our number one priority here. Well, that's, that's definitely very important, as we all know. I want to thank you so much for chatting me, and uh, enjoy the fights tonight. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the fights also. Thank you, you so much. another WBO yes. event. Yes. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. Please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.